We are back. Are you guys ready for some more hot takes? Because this week's episode is a continuation from last week's. You guys already know we were chilling on my couch. We were with my sister, Kristen, my husband, Jeff, and of course, Libby and Lara. The beer was flowing. We were buzzing by part two. There's actually some parts that I considered taking out. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. It's funny. It's a holiday week. Let's keep things light and fun. So hope you guys laugh with us. We're wishing all of you guys an amazing Thanksgiving with your family and friends. We are so grateful for this journey that we've been on already with the podcast. And for all of you guys who tune in weekly to listen to us, who send us these messages and leave us reviews. We're truly so thankful and we're having so much fun with this. So thank you for listening. We love you guys and hope you like this episode. All right, we're should all we do one more hot take? Yeah. Who, who thinks they have the best one? Look at your guys. I okay, have two that are personal victim ones. Personal victim, what does that mean? They're directly towards two people on this couch. Oh, okay. Let's do it then. Okay. One is I feel like you're out, out to get me today, so it was one going to be toward me? No. Okay. You're lucky. You're mm-hmm. out the hook. Oh, thanks. Um, she was looking over here. I felt the dagger. One is for Kristen and one is for Laura. <laughs> okay. You guys. Oh, my God. I'm scared. I'm going to take. All right. Who do I want to victimize first? No. Um, all right. Workplace dating is appropriate. Oh, I'll take this one. (laughs) Yes, you will. (laughs) I mean, I married my boss, so I think it's totally appropriate. I I think so, too. I do think that like it's um, a totally different time um, when everybody was in the office and your relationships are like the people that you work with 40, 50, 60, 70, maybe 80 hours a week. Um, and you know, you build strong bonds and trust with people and that can very likely happen, you mm-hmm. know, in the workplace. There's how not like a lot you, of, how long were you working where you were before you started dating your husband? Like six years. Oh, was that long? long? Yeah. Huh. Like six years. And I think it's honestly, I think I, I, I don't think there should be rules against it because at the end of the day, when we're adults, like where do we meet people like in the grocery store, at a, like a club, a bar, like uh, as long as there's not doing any harm to the business itself and to each other, like we're all adults. If you break up, like fucking man up, like don't but also be like weird at the if, workplace. If your yeah, like, relationship's you gonna people? screw up yeah. the business and the business isn't doesn't exactly. have very strong it's, foundation, it's doomed yeah. in general. <laughs> like I'm like, what? I, I still don't get it. So what is so wrong about dating? Exactly. The, like what is the bad well, side frat- of dating? Fraternization, the- I think, is the right word for did immature say, mofos. Did I say that? What's frat- that? No, it's actually like yeah. a like a corporate policy frat. Fraternization. Did I say that right? Yeah, fraternizing, basically, like internally, like there's some corporate policies that will say you cannot date or have like romantic oh. relationships internally, and like there's some companies that have that, obviously, and that's clear. We did not have that. We were a small business. Um, there was no rules against it, and because um, I think it's stupid. How did it I, happen? And I think it's really hard. I think it's really hard to like manage that how can you mm-hmm. say like people can't have relationships with the people that they work with and if you have two you guys have employees? like flirty office like bubbler meetups or something like how did it start Ooh. oh like water cooler yeah talks uh we work together like i said like so many hours um a day a week um and we just trusted each other we were friends first which is really cool like colleagues well really he was my boss and then we kind of became colleagues and built that trust and 
were friends. And from there, you know. But I feel like the workplace gives you a safe environment to do that and get to know somebody and see what they're trying, like see like the potential there. Like I said, as long as you're not causing anybody damage or harm and you can still be productive. Like if you have two great employees that are still showing up, that's what I mean. How fun is it to flirt with someone at work? Yeah. 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 For all you out there with work crushes, (laughs) do it. it. I would say like get to know each other. Yeah. But if you're at work, Too, and you're working in a specific industry or a specific department, you probably have a lot in common with other people in that industry or in that yeah. department. You guys went out True. for certain things, maybe went to school in similar back with uh, similar majors. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like, think about it. Like, some of my best friends are guys that I met at work. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. But can we also say, I feel like that rule started years ago yeah, when it was more of a yeah, traditional old. house place old, yes. where yeah. it was like single women I that were maybe totally like administrative yeah. assistants and married men. It was like a men. scandalous totally. thing. Do you know what I mean? And I don't yes. know who just said it, but I agree. Like if you're listening to this right now and you're, you are one of the yes. few right now who are going into an office with a bunch of people and like there's a cute guy like go for it because yes. yeah. we don't have a lot of opportunities to meet people these exactly. days and you're spending a lot so of time that's exactly what I'm saying office. like where are you oh gonna meet people like what if they yeah as a matchmaker up. I say do it if yeah. there is somebody like get to know them take it slow and steady and don't get hostile and be immature about a breakup because like ain't nobody got time for that but like if you see somebody that you genuinely like like that person you want to hang out with them like get to know them yeah because there, you don't have that opportunity now, especially with everybody working from home and right. and all this other stuff to like meet good quality people. That's what I meant by like this time and like in this day and age, like people are not necessarily yeah. like in an office getting to know each other the same way that this was like, you know, 10, 15 years ago yeah. even. Like yeah. it's so different. But I think you need to get to know each other. Also like know your position in the company mm-hmm. and like level set that because that's really important like career wise and make sure that you don't necessarily like take that like you shit where you eat like yeah. you yeah. Know. boundaries. Uh, yeah. boundaries. Like, boundaries. Talking, like, you don't need boundaries. To, that's a great boundaries. way to. You don't need to have PDA. You don't need to be telling everyone right, like, sending out emails that you guys yeah. are dating. Like, yeah. but we're boundaries. adults now. You can date and keep your personal life. Separate your personal separate, and your separate with your yes. work yeah. life, and that's that. Mm-hmm. I think that's a very old, old traditional rule. Yeah. That okay. So have. hot take. Yeah. Yes, you can date people yeah. that you work with. Yes. Do it. And I want to hear, you guys, if you guys have work crushes, like, let's hear yeah. about it. I, I want to hear it. Mine worked out. I'm jealous. So I hope I hope somebody <laughs> else's will work <laughs> Unless out. you work with our men, we will fucking hunt you down. <gasps> oh, yeah. Uh, nope. Mine has, has been worked from our basement. <laughs> All right, one more. Oh, God. No, this is really not bad. I just stood up to me because it's, like, for you, but... Someone calling their boyfriend daddy is weird and creepy. <laughs> the one negative review we've gotten from Bad Vibes yes. Club was this freaking girl who's like, oh, the girl who's trying to make daddy a thing. Big daddy. Like, I love that um, you say big daddy. Big daddy has been a thing. Has been a thing. Forever. No, since no, no, I know, I know. you. Since I've no, known you. Big daddy Ever. is. No, big daddy like, is for you. But, but no, this but one is someone Kim calling their out. boyfriend. Yes. Someone calling their boyfriend. To, hey, daddy. I call Jeff Daddy all the time, but it's like with the kids, I'm like, oh, oh. go ask. Like, no, no, but no it's like that's because he's a dad. No, it's Lauren Kev's big daddy is good. It's like if you didn't have kids and you were like, this is my daddy. Yeah, my daddy. That sounds like your sugar daddy. baby and like a little hookah. <laughs> Ew, but so actually, weird. But I did call Kev big daddy. When, once we got married, 
even though we didn't have kids, like he was always a big daddy to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> he just is big daddy. He's and it's big like, daddy. I know. That's how I know him. Yeah. Well, that's why I also knew that that one girl who left the review, you clearly did not listen. No. Like, you don't understand. You're not saying, like, I forgot big about that. Daddy. I didn't pull that for that. I, I forgot about that. <laughs> big daddy. Big like, daddy. Like,. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> but some of my college friends, like Kim, will always be like, "Laura, just I can't, I can't fucking look at Kev." What you call him, Big Daddy? <laughs> some people it. call him Zaddy. Zaddy. So for some reason, like whenever you would like in person, when you call him that, you can tell that it's just like that's his name. It's yeah. not. There's no underlying, <laughs> no undertones, no sexual like, like, innuendos here. It's just. That happens to be what you, you call You can say him. it, Jeff. Just say it, Big Daddy. I'm not calling <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. We I know think... how Jeff do one more. All right, you want to close it up, Zaddy? One more, Zaddy. <laughs> Zaddy. I don't have one. Come on, Jazzy Daddy. All right, next one. Money can buy you happiness. Yes. If you're... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right, like Definitely who's can. got pro- more money, more problems? Oh, they say my- more money, more problems. I agree with that too, babe. You, I feel like this is a good one for you. I think that that money can buy freedom. So, the things that you do in life that you don't want to do, think about like laundry, think about cleaning your house, thinking about maintaining your house, grocery shopping, all these things that you don't want to do that are just essentially chores. You don't have to do. If you and have you money. can use that time to do something that you actually want to do that does make you happy. Mm. So I don't necessarily think that the money itself can buy you happiness, but I think it can buy you the freedom to do the things that make you happy. I don't know. That footstool yeah. made me happy. And I was going to say, well so like said, on Jeffrey. the other side, so that, no, that actually, yeah. that is very well said. But then on the other side, I think people listening would say, okay, well, if you don't have the money and you're upkeeping your your house completely on your own, you're doing your own landscaping, you're doing your laundry, like you take so much pride in that. So like does that take away from that pride and that like work, I guess, that you have to put into things to have if somebody else is doing it for you? In in my opinion, absolutely not. If I went out there and had to do my own landscaping or or, or did my own and I'm not trying to sound like bougie or anything like that, but it's not something that would bring me happiness yeah, or no. fulfillment in any way it would be a chore to me it'd be something mm-hmm. that i didn't want to do when it was done would i feel good yes it would only make me feel good because it's done and i don't have to do it whereas mm-hmm. like if i was doing it like spending time on my family it would make me feel good that i spent that time doing it, it would make me feel happy spending additional time with my family it wouldn't make me feel happy that I was doing the chores around the house would just make me feel good that it was done. Huh. But like, I also think that you have to like prioritize like your time, um, with the highest and greatest use and value that you can bring. And if like the highest and best use that you can bring is to your job, like don't spend two hours doing laundry. Like if the highest and best use of your time today and your skills and your talent is doing your work and that's going to make you more money long term and spending the two hours doing something else is going to stress you out and you can afford it and you can have that luxury Mm -hmm. of delegating it's delegation. Yeah. You know, of your time at that point, if you can afford it and like, it's not worth spending five hours a day doing this. Okay. Well delegate that out so you can spend your five hours 
doing whatever is like of your highest and greatest use and like yeah. your skill set that will make your family. And it's more like, money. and if you don't have money, I still think you're just as happy. I don't. It's not that I think that money is like the end up like end up be all like you need money to be happy. Absolutely not. I really don't believe that. Like I truly don't believe that. But personally, I know money is one of the things that stresses me out a lot. And money is also the things that relieves a lot of my stress. Mm -hmm. So if I can afford things, if I can, you know, when I really want more time with my family, like Jeff said, if I can afford to have the cleaning lady come every week rather than every other week, that's going to give me more time. Or yeah, I exactly. don't grocery shop. So it is kind of one of those things where I haven't really figured out the answer yet. Mm -hmm. um, but I know just hearing from so many stories and people always telling me like when they came from nothing and they were so happy, like I know it's possible. And also everybody has a different understanding of what, what their is own money. perfect yeah, life exactly. is, you know, and what their, what their, you know, what their balance is and what they can take on. I feel like every, every family is so different. Once again, it goes back to like the kids and the dynamic, but it's the, the dynamic of the family. Yeah. One of the, my favorite things I want to say is Liz's, one of Liz's like favorite songs is, um, remember, yeah, getting good. And the whole point of the, the story or the song is like, you always think you need more. And no matter what feat you achieve or accomplish, you're like, oh, well, I could have a bigger house or I could have a better car or I could have more shoes or more handbags or more jewelry and more diamonds. And it's like, really, honestly, you could have all of that and it's never going to matter. Mm -hmm. And like what you actually need is just to say, like, I need nothing and just be happy with what you have. Mm -hmm. And then the money is like so much less important and it's less relevant and I'm privileged to be able to say that but like I think that that's like a mindset more mm -hmm. than a materialism mm -hmm. you know yeah. like consumerism like mentality that a lot of people have like yeah. I would love to buy all those uh footstools in my shower but like if I don't need it <laughs> I don't need it you know like and that's great like that we can have it and I'm grateful that we can have it but you don't need it so like don't think about money as just getting you stuff Mm -hmm. think about the money that like will change your family's life in like a more like retrospective way yeah i love mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. okay what's that song it's so oh, good. and that song is um lauren lauren elena getting good and if you guys are listening to this definitely um pay attention to the lyrics because the reason why i fell in love with that song and it changed who i am i swear at my core, I've told everybody this. It was probably the only song in my life that really changed me. Um, was just about exactly what Kristen was saying. Like, always chasing after the next thing. And it's something that I am so guilty of. And it is something that you should not be doing in life. And I'm at a point now where I'm so happy with what I have. But that song, when she talks about her dad calling her. And my dad got really sick during the pandemic. But, like, her dad called her. And it was always like this feeling of she would talk to him and expect the worst. So she would talk to him, be happy that she's talking to her dad. But instead of just enjoying a conversation with her dad, like, hey, dad, how you doing today? She was already thinking about the fact that, like, her dad is going to die one day and she was too upset. So she wasn't in the moment and she wasn't present during that. So when this song came out and I started listening to it, my dad was sick. And I'm like, I need to stop stressing so much about the fact that one day our parents are going to die. One day, like... Things are not going to be as good as they are right now. And I yeah. need to actually be present and just enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Same goes with like the house that we were in when we first bought it. Like I had to just enjoy that house. I cried over that house and I loved that house so much. Mm -hmm. And it still is my dream house. You know, it's just 
we got, I wanted a bigger house after that. And it's, it kind of just goes back to just be happy with where you're at and enjoy where you're at and appreciate it because you worked so hard to get there. Mm-hmm. So that's like a great spiel. That Sorry. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's good. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Lauren Elena getting good. Love that song Love so much. You may have to listen to it going home. Yeah, it's so You're so gonna good. Cry. Like, cry. You'll yeah. cry. It's yeah, it's so wait, good. I, I've I've definitely made you listen to I this song. No, you have not with me either. But the good ones, Wagon Wheel. Oh, Lauren else. Elena getting good is one of my go tos. It's yeah, it's life changing. Yeah. It's just okay. about like being grounded where you are and appreciating mm-hmm. what you are, no matter how much money you have, no matter where you're at. Like, I think it also comes from your family, though, and like how you were raised. Like, I think we were all raised in really good families where like, like you learn that money doesn't buy you happiness. Like my dad will wear the same shoes that he wore when I was like 10 years old. Like, yes. Dad, why don't you buy a new shoes? He goes. Because I want to do this for you and I'm doing this for you and I'm sending you to yeah. college and I'm going to send yeah. you to law school and you're going to have this and then your grand and then my grandkids are going to have this. And it's more like he doesn't need anything. Yeah. My dad is the most non-material sick person you'll ever meet in your life. Yeah. No, he really but like is. he'll do anything and everything. And my mom is the same way. She'll give you the shirt off of mm-hmm. her back any day like you know what i mean they don't give a shit what you think they have or what Mm -hmm. they don't have they don't care no i I mean and i love that so much about my parents it's like they don't care what you think they have or don't have they're not impressing anybody Mm -hmm. but my mom and dad that's That's all they care about like people like try to fake it like as if they have it it's like who are you trying to impress nobody cares like why are you trying to impress anybody nobody cares nobody so the thing is with like that that whole saying money can't buy happiness if you're like if i buy this ferrari i'm gonna be happy that's not necessarily the case you know you're not gonna be able to buy the thing that finally makes you happy but it will make you happy for like a short term let's not lie let's not lie it's going to make you happiness like how libby was saying like i know her parents very well and they're the kindest sweetest people that you'd ever meet and the fact that they were able to be in a position where they could put you and and mitch through college like that made, meant something to them. Yeah. But it wasn't That's that fulfilling they were to buying them. it. It right. was, I, this makes me happy yeah. providing this for my children. And that's what you were saying at the beginning of all of this. Like when you were saying at the beginning of all of this that money can buy happiness, I think that's where our mind is going. Like we're going very like, what can we give back to our family? What can we make easier for our kids? Yeah. Like socioeconomic ep- opportunities for them. Like how can we make a better life for our family. Yes, I believe that money can help that, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we don't believe that material things. I don't, like, I, I literally, I don't even know the last time I bought something for myself that was more than $20. I like, so, I don't, like, Joe and I, Joe used to always get me designer bags. Like, you know that. Yeah. Like, like it would be my birthday or Christmas or whatever. He would always get me a designer bag. Like, get like me since a couch. we have kids, like... <laughs> We got a designer bag. Yeah. But like, I don't care. Like, those things don't matter. Short-term to me. happiness. Like, and we I understand don't care that. About yeah. that. Like, save it for Joseph. Save it for Rocco. Yeah. Let's throw him an amazing birthday party. Let's take them to Disney yeah. for his birthday. Like, those are the things I want to do now. I don't care exactly. about a handbag. Like, yeah. save mm-hmm. the money. Let's put it towards them, like, getting something new or exciting, whatever, and like, an adventure, like, whatever. Yeah. I think, I think it also depends where you're at in your life if money buys you happiness. And then if you... If you do have a family, I think you're just like values in your mind, like just prioritizing. Like, yeah, exactly. Prioritizing everything. Yeah, and I think like when it's 
you know, next winter and I go on this golf trip and I buy myself a new what set golf of golf trip? clubs that it's just about me <laughs> buying happiness. You know what I mean? <laughs> you get it, Liz. Oh my God. Wait, how or upset you were guys- you that you guys can't do the turkey shoot on Sunday? Or I when know, you guys I came back bad. from the U.S. Open with all, you guys felt so guilty going to the U.S. Open, so you guys brought back all the kids' gifts. The stuffed squirrels. Like the stuffed squirrels kept brought me back a visor that was youth size. Stop. <laughs> a youth size visor. <laughs> what the fuck? Have you ever seen me wear a visor? Again? I tell Paul Wait, not to bring me hilarious. any apparel. I don't yeah. need anything from Unless these. it's old sandwich. Old sandwich. <laughs> no. I better get that old sandwich no. hat. It's, I, no, I don't need anything. So funny. I need nothing Who from a the next course. hot take? That was a good one. Okay, next one. That was a good one. Ooh, marriage proposals should be not done in public in front of a lot of people. It depends what kind of people you are. Yeah. Well, I would never teach want mine their in own. public. That's a weird, like, hot take. Wait, like, I don't even think of that as a hot take because it's such a personal thing. Did you guys like, see that, vi- that viral like for example, bar if someone's stool? an NFL football player and he wants to propose to his wife and he's been on the field his whole life and she's been following I think that's so cute and, like, yeah. do it in public. But, like... If you're trying to do it just to get people's attention, then like no. Wait, guys, there's a there's a viral bar bar stool video where this it's like a running joke. This husband and wife, this guy everywhere they went in public would just get in down Disney, on one right? knee, be like, "We," and she'd be like, "Get up, get up, stop embarrassing me." It was in Disney, yeah, right? But it yes. was everywhere. I think it's like every a two seconds he would just like get on one knee, and there was like yes. a collage of like oh, fifty that. times he, he would. Yeah, but he was just doing it as a just joke joking. to embarrass her yes. in public. And it's so funny. I have to show you it. It's hilarious. He didn't actually have it in photo. It was always video mode. Yeah, so she's like, so get funny. Get the fuck up. Get the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, so Liz and I moved to DC, and I was down there for like a month, three weeks or something ahead of her. And during that time, I went and bought her a ring, and I had this whole elaborate plan. We met this girl that was running a restaurant down there that we went to, the the Denton. And it was like a little speakeasy place. And so I called her, and I'm like, can you get me a couple seats at the bar, and do you know any photographers? And she put me in touch with a photographer, so I was like, I'm going to go to this bar, I'm going to propose, I got this photographer coming. <laughs> Everything's great. And so I went and bought this ring. I, p- I paid cash for it. So I was like, it was like everything I had. You were holding stacks. It was everything I had at the time. I did not have a lot of money. And I went and drove to New York by myself at 4 o'clock in the morning. Yep. Bought this ring. This is true. I, I, so I had, the, it was the middle of the winter. So I had this big, like, baby blue jacket on. <laughs> and I drove to the Diamond District, parked my car. And then I went to the bank and I took out the cash. And this the teller was like, you can't take out that. And it wasn't a lot of cash. I'm not trying to sound like that. She's like, you can't take out that much cash out here. We have to bring you in the back room. And it's middle of New York, so it's packed in there. So they bring me this back room. They give me all this cash. And I'm wearing this big baby blue jacket. I'm like, someone's going to jump me as soon as I get out of here. So I put all the money in my underwear. Oh my God, and I start running full speed. I'm like, no one's going to catch me. I run full speed all the way back to the, to the guy. District. Back to the Diamond District. I buy this ring. And they set it up for me and everything. So I come, I come back to my apartment in D.C. And Liz is there like a week later. And I've been hiding this ring. So I had a business meeting. I go to work the whole day. And then I come home. She's like unpacking all of her stuff. We had this whole big night planned. 
And then I'm like nervous, obviously. I just spent all my money on this stupid ring. And then stupid ring. <laughs> I'm about to propose. We're living in a, a new state. We had just got there. Liz had just got there. I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna work. I don't know if she's gonna go crazy living here. And then so I'm nervous. And she's like, What's wrong with you? I just I just moved down here. He's like, You're cheating on me. And I was like, No, I'm not, I'm not, Liz, I'm not. And she would not let it go. She starts bawling her eyes out. And I'm like, She's like, Give me your phone. What the hell? So I go to my hiding spot, I get the ring out, and I propose to her in our apartment by ourselves. She's got pajamas on and this little like sumo wrestler bun in her hair. <laughs> not the nails sumo are, bun. Are not, <laughs> nails are not done, nothing. And I'm like, do you want to marry me? And we, she did say yes, thankfully, but it screwed up all my elaborate plans. So I guess like the point is I had this whole big elaborate thing, public thing planned. And in the end, it was the best thing that ever happened to us that we just had this <laughs> private thing that was shared between the two of us Aww. that we didn't share with anybody. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been nice to have the pictures, but like, that's all right. You guys have enough out. pics. Yeah. Selfie mode. Cute yeah, story. That was cute. I'm all about private too. I remember that because while you were on your break up, you came back up. We went out to dinner at Earl's. You're on your little break. You had moved to DC. You came mm -hmm. back up. Oh yeah. We went out to Earl's in Somerville. Do you remember this? And you're like, if he doesn't propose. Doesn't oh, not die. break up. Uh, Jeff and I never no, no, have never broken up. Oh, yeah. When I used to uh, yeah, break, I used to like leave D.C. Yeah, and come like, back I'm and sorry, forth. I'm sorry. I don't mean to break yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. So, no, because I was like, wait. <laughs> no, because you, no, you still worked up here. So you would come up. Yep, exactly. So I used to yeah. leave. I used to basically live half and half, like half Boston, half D.C. Yeah. But it was the one time in the winter and you were like, like if he doesn't propose, like what am I doing down there? Da, 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 da. And yeah. I was like, I don't know, girl. You yeah. How old were you, Liz? <laughs> you were like 24. 24. Yeah. yeah. But then it was like literally two days later, you flew back and that's when it yeah, was. Yeah, so I used to visit, like we would visit back and forth while we were transitioning there. But the day that I actually moved to D.C. with my suitcases was the day he proposed. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Damn straight. You better get that yeah. ring. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Wow. So, Wait, yeah. so Jeff, actually, as a man, I'd rather give up cheese than oral sex. <laughs> I think when you're married, you give up oral sex anyway. And I love cheese. So <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, I would not give up cheese. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> All right. I'm I think, all, I'm I think all married my pasta cannot have Parmesan on it. Oh, my God. That's so funny. And most married men out there would probably agree. <laughs> like at this oh, point, yeah. Joe would like, definitely agree. He would be right with me Let's there. just jump to the cheese, right? Um, <laughs> I actually feel just like just because Jeff's here, we should just pick on him a little bit. But yeah. it's unmanly to cry. No. Yeah. I think it's manly to cry. I think it's very manly to cry. I think. So why don't you cry? Because I'm a man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think like there are certain situations. So like when my mom passed away, I tried really hard not to cry because I had to be there for my dad. I had to be there for, you know, all my mom's friends and sisters and siblings and everyone else that was still around. It was up to me to be strong, to make sure everyone else gets through it. And then when I have my own time, crying's okay. And you know, you cry in front of the people that you 
love to be around, care to be around. Sometimes it gets ahead of you, like when Kelly had that class. Like that was really emotional to see yeah. all of these people here sharing <clears throat> and donating money to something that it, it's going to help. You know, and I think people realize, don't realize that when you donate to something like this is you think, ah, oh, it's just drop in the bucket. It's not going to help. It it helps. And seeing people show up for a cause that's so near and dear to my family's heart was very emotional. So that made me cry. But I think, like, in certain situations, it's up to a man to be there, be the support, be the strong person. And then when it's time to cry, you cry. Yeah. God, like I said, I wasn't gonna cry another episode. I love you. I love you, Jeff. What are you crying oh for? Oh my God, I Jeff, don't I know. <laughs> no, and you don't. You don't cry often, but yeah, I think you you hold it in a lot, and you always try to be strong for all of us because you know I'm a crying mess once I get started. And like, do men have it harder than women? You know, it's like you guys really do have to be like our support. Yeah, yeah. a lot of the time. You don't cry a lot. It's so true. Yeah, no, I don't cry it a lot. But like when I cry, it's like for a reason. Yeah, yeah, full cry. <laughs> I don't think in ten years I've ever seen Joe cry, ever. Why? Now that I think about, it, I've never seen him cry. Wow, never. I've only seen Kev cry when his dog died. That's a big deal. <laughs> That's fair. Sure. No, yeah. I mean it's a huge deal. That's, but I was like, wow, we've yeah. been through a lot. I, Chris, do you have a good one? Any good, any good takes down there? Okay, I have one. Um, yeah, I feel like this is like the same thing as like the other ones. I feel everyone like has a soulmate. I at least one. Oh, I definitely. But yeah. Wait, of course. Oh, how about yeah. this? Cancel culture has gotten out of hand. Oh, that was one of mine. Yeah. I was looking for my stack. Okay, but yes to multiple soulmates. Soulmates is like such a like. Yeah, I think it's so stupid. Uh, soulmates? I'm like, I like don't like that term. Wait, what? Wait, but what is a soul? Wait, I hate when people. Are, I hate when people put on Instagram. What's a soulmate? You're my soulmate. <laughs> and it's like, okay, wait, wait, wait. Enough. We, we re-asked the question. Everyone has a soulmate. Multiple. Yes, I absolutely. Uh, yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. I I don't know. If, I, I think soulmate is like a corny way to say it, but I think yeah. yes. True love is your soul's recognition of its counterpart in another. Oh my God. Where did you get that from, Jeff? No, that's from a movie. A fortune cookie? A fortune cookie? But joking aside, I think like it's not about, I think about a best friend, right? How many of you guys have best friends? Yes. That's a soulmate. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. I think if you have a best friend, you can have that in... A man or a woman or a significant other. It's just oh, yeah, yeah. The only difference is you have Fuck. sex with each yeah. other. <laughs> What's the difference? Yeah. Yeah. It's not like, it's like, look, I believe that, like, oh my God, the universe put like me and Jeff into Antico 4093 Salem Street and was just like, you are well, together. You and that is that. It. I believe <laughs> that. I, I mean, as you I should. Mean, I believe that, like, him and I were there for a reason, hopefully. And, like, I, I do believe that. But I also believe that a soulmate is just like, Two soul, two souls that are meant yes. to be together. A hundred percent. Like I, it's not like he's the only soulmate in the entire world. Do for you believe me. you can have more than one soulmate? Yes, <laughs> I do. Like, like I like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying in his response. But, but he soulmate. goes, "Huh? Yes. No. I. I. I don't. I don't personally have more than one soulmate. I never will. No. But I believe that some people can." 
I absolutely <laughs> Laura, think you can have more. Laura has more than, more than one soulmate. Like, tell, tell me who your soulmates are. Well, I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, not in a bad way. No, but not in a bad way. But like when I have clients call me and be like, I'm like, I'm looking for my soulmate. Like, is are they out there? You know, I'm like, fuck yeah, they're out but there. But like, are you supposed to be like, oh my gosh, like my soul is connecting with yours. Oh like, no, I'm not cheesy like that. I'm like, fuck yeah, they're out there. There's a lid for every pot. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes like you gotta squeeze it on there. Sometimes you gotta like put it through the washing machine and like configure it a little bit. <laughs> it melts. Oh <laughs> like, my God. Sometimes you have to order a new lid on it. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the lease is done. You gotta like buy a new lease. Sometimes you just have to cook with, without a lid. <laughs> just for a couple years, go without a lid. But eventually your lid go will topless. get there. Go topless. Go topless until your lid comes. <laughs> oh, God. But there is a lid for every pot. It just might take one year to find it or a hundred years okay. to find it. Okay. <laughs> no, but That's I do. Hopeful. Oh my God. Life expectancy <laughs> is getting longer, so it's possible. Oh my God, there will I read be this more. article the other day that was there like will be more. seven things to increase your life longevity. And I clicked that link so fucking fast. What is yes. it? Tell um us. The a blue couple spot. Of don't drink alcohol. The, the blue, blue spot. spot. The blue spot. The blue spot. I'm the, moving to zone. Sardinia. I'm moving blue to zones. Sardinia. Yeah. Or Okinawa. Or are we all moving? Like, are you, all do you want to be the only Sardinia. one alive? <laughs> well, I will get a house there. We'll buy a compound. Here. We'll live there with you. Yes. Sure. Okay. We'll buy a compound. The blue zones. So if you guys don't know yes. what the blue zones are, there are seven blue zones yes. in the world. These dogs need Port, and Port Loma Linda. Yeah. There's Costa Rica. Port Loma Linda. You're doing it with that accent. <laughs> Por Loma Linda. <laughs> Okinawa. Okinawa. From Miami. Um, no, no. None of, them, none of them are in the United States. Yeah, That's Sardinia. the funny part. No, except for Loma Linda. Where's Loma Linda? It's in California. California. Oh, yes, you're right. By California. Palo Alto. There, Palo Alto. <laughs> By Palo Alto. Can you stop? The, the, the former place of pickleball. Um, yeah. <laughs> they found a pickleball. So I read this article and I was like, I'm moving to Sardinia. Like, That's it. Yes, that's what I'm, the blue so, zone. So I want to watch the Netflix show because I I think I'm going to move there. And it's basically like surrounding yourself only with like friends and family mm-hmm. and like being like literally like hanging out with your family like 24 How 7. much is the real nope. estate? And, and given a purpose. We the Mediterranean diet. Olive oil. Yep. Fish. Nuts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nuts. Salads. And they say you don't, you don't need proteins. to go, you don't need to go work out, but you need to like get in the yard and garden and have a and purpose walk, walk to mm-hmm. your walk to your work walk to, and i'm like yeah. hell yeah i'm already walking my work but yeah. you can how much is the real estate market i keep asking like is it a million dollars no for it's like not a bad cabin? out there especially in these other countries it's in not the european, that bad in the european yeah. villages something's wrong then yeah but there's no jobs <laughs> and in other cultures everyone would live there no and in other cultures they don't have retirement oh homes. can i tell you guys though so i visited um this one area in italy it's where Joe's parents are from. It's a small village. It's called, I can't say it without saying Come on, just say it with the accent. accent. Just say it with the accent. It's called Montefrocione. <laughs> okay. Montefrocione. Is that accent, Joe? Let me know how it is. No, but it, and it's, and it's so beautiful. It's like, they were all like grapevines and everybody like, 
like cooks outside and it's just like it's so warm and amazing and the like the culture is just so amazing i can, so I can, can see how that could be a blue there? zone because it's just like everybody like no it like, can does we? their like, own and thing what do we do so, so i've seen i've seen the blue zone and they actually tried to recreate it in another state here i think it was in the midwest and they did you can't do it in the united states but, fuck that but i'm Loma sorry linda is actually a blue zone it's California. They're a different country out yeah, there. Yeah, but Loma what Linda makes is a it blue a blue zone? zone? So can, can somebody you, can please I tell describe you what, this? Yes. So just Google blue zones. So blue zones. Zone. Zone. <laughs> a, a blue zone are the areas that have the highest concentration of centurions in the world that live in over 100. Means yes, people that have lived past 100 years old. Yeah. Yes. So thank you. My grandfather is going to be 101. Love that. In March. His Happy Veterans Day to him. Yep. Mm -hmm. Both of his parents lived to be, I think his dad was 99, his mom was 98. His sister right now is 98. Wow. That's really good for you. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's he's going to be 101 in March. Oh, my God. Which is crazy. And And where does he live? (laughs) But the thing is, is he's not from a blue, he's from Sicily, which isn't necessarily considered a blue zone, but the same diet. Yeah. So it's that Mediterranean, it's Mediterranean diet, diet. oils, nuts. Is fish. that why you love cooking? No, I, maybe you just love you might it. have to do with it. Everyone says the Mediterranean diet is the way to go, and I really truly believe it is. But if you yeah. look at Okinawa, it's fish, it's yeah. oil, oils. Yeah. like all the same types of things. Yeah, and it's I also love it. like the energy around you. They don't believe in like retirement homes. Instead, it's like when if like a partner passes the community of other widows and widowers just like take you on and it's yeah. like just like a community of like yeah. best the friends. Fa- like the family, the everyone. Yes, the connection. Yeah. The social aspect, like where, like... Community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's yeah. not like a grind. It's not like right. you're going out and like, working 24-7. Yeah. You know what I mean? The community, you're just like living community. life with you the simple live things. Yeah, you live life. You go garden. Yeah. Yeah. All right, next hot take. Butts are better than boobs. 100%. Oh. I'm a butt guy. <laughs> That's why you married a Brazilian. <laughs> I have a small butt. What do you, you think? Got a good booty. I, I think that's a guy question. I think it's 50 50. Yeah. It depends on the guys. I, because I, I, I would my hope that Joe this. likes a butt because I got no <laughs> boobies. <laughs> I asked, so when I interview my clients, I need to know like physical attraction, like what gets them going, what doesn't. This is a great question for you. Yes. And so, of course, and I'm sometimes it's kind of funny, like making the men feel a little uncomfortable because I'm like, be honest with me. Like, I don't I don't judge. And so I'm like, so are you a boob guy? Are you a butt guy? And it really is 50 50. Wait. So let me ask you this. Physical attraction is the most important part of a relationship for men. Yes. A hundred and ten percent. Men are visual beings. Men, it's it's the first thing. It's the first thing. But it catches your attention and it makes you want more for women. We're okay being like, you're funny. I'll get to know you and give you a little bit when more you're of a desperate. chance. Yes. Oh, no. If, yeah. If a guy, like, if a guy c- catches your attention and you're like, ooh, like, I'm having fun with you. You make me feel safe. Like, you're comfortable. I like you. Like, I feel like you'd be like, women would be more likely and to trust. get a second date. Men, though, on the other hand, yeah, if you women show up are on more a date, open. we're more open. But yeah. men that show up on a date, if they're not physically attracted to you, they're like, mm, peace, bye. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I, no I, matter I, I think, if they're physically attractive themselves. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Wow. I, mm-hmm. I think I think I mean, as a man, definitely physical attraction mm-hmm. is the first thing that you notice. But for longevity, it's definitely not the only thing. And it doesn't work for you guys. It, that, that's what I'm saying. Like it doesn't even work. Like yeah. it doesn't matter. But 
it wouldn't start if it if there was no physical attraction. Exactly. I, I, there, there's no starting point. But I. Feel but that like doesn't take it all the way. It the doesn't take it all the way. Yeah. Like if if Liz, I, I'll be full, honest, physical attraction right out of the gate, but the attraction after that came from what we developed in yes. terms of a friendship, in terms of being around each it other. It had potential. You gave it a chance. Yeah. See, men usually. It definitely started there. Exactly. All right. That was a good one. That was a good one. Um, I got one. Switch it up <laughs> oh, a little wait, bit. Oh, wait, I have one. Hold okay, on. Chris, you go. Okay, so the question, um, no, not the question, the hot take is, this is not a question. It's just like your opinion on it. <laughs> it's a hot take. Cancel culture has gotten out of hand. What is I cancel culture? So. Cancel, I culture totally is when agree. cancel culture is when somebody says something that is off color, you know, potentially damaging, um, politically, politically religiously incorrect. I mean, you know, just like they could just say something absolutely crazy. And it also could just be something as simple as stating their opinion that is you know, maybe different than what somebody else's opinion is. And then they get canceled. Like and this no is, job, no economic so this, income. So this is where I think it's just gotten way too far is that there's a lot of people who have worked their asses off to like build these reputations or brands or, you know, their position in a company. And they do something as little as wear a clothing brand that made the wrong choice one time and now all of a sudden that entire reputation is thrown in the trash. Like, I don't understand how that makes any sense whatsoever. If somebody's saying something or they do something that blatantly, blatantly that I truly disagree with and it's somebody that I'm like scrolling past on Instagram, I can unfollow. That doesn't mean I'm canceling them. I'm not going to go out on my Instagram and be like, guys, this person just did this, this and that, and try to like make all my followers hate them too. Like, I'm just kind of like, okay, uh, like ick, I unfollow, but I'm not going to try to ruin that person's life because I don't even fully understand the full extent. And like, I make mistakes too. So I don't know if right now they're regretting that decision. Maybe they had a PR person telling them to do something. Like you don't know the full picture. So to completely go out of your way to cancel somebody or to like post about it on your social media. You're a Karen. Yeah, exactly. Like reputationally damage them and also not know the context. It's so wrong. Yeah. And I think digging up things from the past are just such a low blow like we like all you, say things when we're yeah. young and dumb and stupid that don't carry any weight kind of related to cancel culture is the one of the questions on the cards was is like children's beauty pageants like child abuse exploitive child abuse exploitive. Or, uh, exploiting children and it's like those um if they were asking to do it multiple you know times over and over again the, they wanted like to the, um, Queens, like little uh, teens tiaras. Yeah, but it's like forcing the kids into wearing all this makeup and like forcing them into the spotlight and doing forcing all anything. Things. Then no, but if the, if your kid was like, bad? "Mommy, is I want to do it. it." Yeah, exactly. Or like putting makeup on kids and wigs on kids, like at four years old, is that Making a little bit insane? Yes, it's a little bit insane. Don't you think? Yeah, mm. should it be canceled. I don't know. And Kiki loves wearing lipstick, though. Uh, I don't know. My That's daughter different. loves wearing yeah. lipstick too. She loves it. she. 
gets Liz to put makeup on her all the time. Like, is that cancel culture? I don't know. If we're so. for, once again, the word for, if we're forcing them to do it, that, then that I'd be like, okay, I'm not going to do pageants. it. But if yeah. she was like, mommy, I want to be on stage. I want to be a pageant queen. Then I'd be like, fuck yeah, girl, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you think children 12 and under should have social media or not? No, 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 no. absolutely not. And honestly, I, I don't know how I'm going to deal with them being 13, 14, 15, wanting to be on it. Like, I do believe that they're going to need it and they're going to need to learn how to do it the right way. And we have to lead by example, number one, as their parents. But I am going to be horrified and absolutely not before 12 years old. Absolutely not. Did you see Matthew McConaughey was like, yeah, like that under that's 15. what I thought about. Like, no, well, that's it should what be the, that's like, honestly, the, like, yeah. there should so, not be kids on hot there. Hot take, hot take. Would you believe me if I said that TikTok will be banned in the United States in the next five years. I believe Lord, you. I hope so. I believe you and I hope TikTok so. TikTok will you. be completely, it will be transformed. It's it already not illegal. Be yeah, I've heard of China. this. Yeah, I've heard so of this So I think already. that you're going to see that there's going to be a different structure. There's going to be a different structure of social media for anybody under a consenting so. age of 14 Please. or whatever because this is literally poison. I it's feel like poison. it affects young women a lot more than it affects boys and I don't really probably think of it as much because I don't have girls but if I was born in this generation I would be horrified yeah number one you are just comparing yourself to everybody in the world every other girl in the world and fake girls girls who have money to go get work done who aren't perfect who have filters on their faces mm-hmm. and you're trying to look like that like like that's crazy like let's freaking pretend we're like you know posh spice in our like glittery bathing suits. yeah like, no you know it's really I mean? it's really like, sad let's like, be, like like it's the level it's of so comparison crazy. now that this generation has to deal with is so do you sad remember because when we were even kids? as grown adults oh God, we had those little like choke and like our braces the chokers our bra- and our like yeah. claw hair yeah like, but we were so innocent but we didn't anymore. have social yeah. media and i'm so happy we didn't have social media because i don't really think any of us even in college we didn't have social media like yes, when i did no, when I tell you, no, we, we used to did, take but a, it was different. We had we Facebook. Did. We used to take a digital camera. Oh my god! And, and post full albums of sixty, 60 photos from one night, and not edit it. And you could not edit one edit photo. Edit not edit one photo. Okay, and those are still up there. Okay, yeah. go look. Oh, I've hidden all my. But <laughs> shutter cloud. Like, can you imagine if we when we were in college? No. And now look at the Alex Earls of the world. Like How Alex Earl. Do you imagine if we were in college right now? We would have lip injections we would have botox we'd have all of that we never got that until maybe a couple of years ago I know. oh my god no can i know you imagine what we would look like and then what we would look like 10 years later no, but now? we did have that we wanted to like, be business professional remember that we saw the older women in front of us dressing up in the pin- pencil skirts and oh we used my to god yeah yes. the button-up shirts we'd unbutton them to here yeah pencil skirts and yes. our, i still wear my pencil skirts heels, okay because that was our influence back then yeah like and that's I what love we that. thought was fucking cool and nowadays it is it's still like, cool. No, it is still cool. It is still fucking cool. I'm yeah. sorry. I think that is really cool. I think getting lip injections and doing stupid TikTok dances is not cool. Oh no, that's not. Yeah, cool, I mean, but I think it's. I think if young girls want to do that, I think it's cute. In moderation, again, it's not something that I think like I want my daughters being. Instead of if they're at a party with sixty kids. I don't want you being alone in a room doing TikTok dances. Do I think TikTok dances is so cute when I see like 15 year old girls doing it and it's like their thing? I'm like, I appreciate it. Yeah, I, yeah, but yeah. I don't want to be like my parents. We used to do that with a VHS. Listen, I don't want to be like my parents. <laughs> I don't want to be like my parents who like 
took forever to adapt to the times. Like I just, I get it. Like that's what they do and it's cute. But what kills me is that we were way more present when we were in college we and when we were care younger. we what we looked like. We were we what did we it. were. But we did. We took all the pictures, but we post everything was more natural back then. But then we're Not our in int- the moment. But the question is, were our intentions the same? We just didn't have these social media platforms to do it the same way they're doing it. We like, didn't you know? compare ourselves to each other. Because we didn't no. we weren't able to. But now, yeah, we were. We took photos. We looked at each other. Yeah, yeah we put them like, on it, Facebook. It wasn't like you were, were it wasn't relating. based off of we're likes. relating. We're relating. Was, like yeah, you were like, doing that. Fuck yeah. yeah like, like we were just kind of like doing it it wasn't so looking for validation all the time right like yeah like now it's like oh you have to want to have a certain amount of followers and likes like it wasn't really that wasn't the case you just kind of uploaded an album and like that's just kind of i thank god for that but nowadays totally i would never want to be in a situation where i had to seek validation of the amount of likes that i got in a photo you know that would crush my so we're, we're saying the same thing i'm saying like the act of doing a tiktok dance doesn't bother me but like the the obsession with the wanting mental, to do it all the time yeah. to get so many likes and stuff like that's where I think it's sickening the and where it's going to hurt these kids and the oh, bullying yeah. because nowadays people you could be remember us we like be in the bathroom throwing up our girlfriend be holding our hair back yeah. nowadays if a girl's like throwing up in the bathroom people can like take videos yeah. or you're drunk dancing on a bar top like people are just taking videos yeah. and it's just on social media it's going like to haunt you it will haunt them and I feel like the bullying nowadays and just like the easy accessibility is fucking terrifying yeah no I agree with that well, that's a hot take. I mean, well, no, I think we all agree that any that child under 12 years old. cancel culture? Any child, no, 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 any child under oh, 12 okay. should not be on social media. I agree. I think you need to be and like. And this actually leads perfectly into a guest that we have coming on. <gasps> yeah. So we're not going to give too much information, but we do have a great guest coming on who is a former FBI agent and she's is going to talk speaker. to. Yeah. And she's going to talk to kind of like she's going to teach us about like how to keep our kids safe and social media as they get older, because it is something that scares the shit out of me. Yeah. I don't know why I feel like it's more for more. It's scary for girls than it is for boys, but I don't know if that's true. Do you feel the same way? I say scarier for girls. I think it's also scary for young boys too, because like they don't have access to these girls. Yeah. They don't know who's real or not anymore. And it's really, anybody could be deceived and decepted. Yeah. All right. Well, well that gonna, was a um, lot. You want to close it out? We'll just close it out. Did you have fun? I had fun. Do you listen to the podcast? I do. What was your favorite episode? All of them. Oh, good, good answer. answer. <laughs> Each one is better than the next. Oh, good answer. Well, thank you for letting us um, use your house every week and for taking the kids while we can record. Of yes. course. We Anytime. appreciate it. Couldn't do it without you. I mean, do we couldn't do it without week. the husbands. That's why we are the Bad Wives Club. No, yeah. and I can't wait to have Big Daddy, Joey Pie, Joey Jobloss, <laughs> and Jeff, <laughs> and Paul. You know, we just have to have all the guys. Paul, Paul. Oh, God. Yeah. We'll have to have just like a guy sesh. We'll have to I leave know. and just let them take the mics, and I'm going to have a lot of editing to do after that. A lot. But, Joey Jobloss. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, hope you guys like this one. A little treat Friday night. Yeah. Over some pumpkin beers, and we'll be a little bit more serious on the next one, maybe. Maybe. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.